Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hi, and welcome to a podcast some people are calling a cautionary tale. Uh... We always start every single podcast episode with, uh, you know, apologies, uh, contritions. Um, has anyone mentioned anything about this podcast in a year and a half? No. Okay. Yeah. All right. I didn't no, think so. We're good. I think we're I, yeah, good. Yeah. We're doing so good. No one has commented on it in I in think they liked months. one of my Facebook posts that had nothing to do with the podcast. Oh, oh, okay, good, 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 good. You know, my uh, terror drum. Yeah, 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 you, I, I, I remember that one. Uh, last episode, we talked about the worst day jobs in superhero-dum, uh, and we got those all right. So, I think we're good. <laughs> we didn't miss a single one. We didn't miss a single bad job. Uh, no, no bad jobs uh, allowed there. Uh, so all right, uh, we've we've accomplished that. We're gonna mark this off the uh, check box here. Did uh, let's see made a joke about how this is unlistenable. Talked about how no one's listening. Okay, yeah, we're good. Let's get to introductions. My name is Monty Ike, and with me, as always, uh, is the uh, Titan Tower to my Baxter Building, the Quinjet to my Javelin, the Legion Flight Ring to my emotional baggage given to every X Men child. Uh, he's my best friend, Rob Bloom. Rob, what are we talking about today? On today this we are talking about superhero teams and their best lineup. Like, okay. You it, used an example, and I think it's a perfect example. Like, we're talking about what is the best Husker team? It was the 1982... No, I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> I, sure. Was that the one that Mike Rochier was on? I don't know. Uh, uh, no. No, but no. Yeah. Like, so we're talking about like the best lineup of 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 our favorite superhero teams. Right. Um, a, a good example. I'm just going to throw out a quick example. Like for the uh, Justice League, many people would say the Satellite Era was the best, or the Bwahaha Era, or I'm so sorry, the what era? Bwahaha. Uh, yeah, that is actually considered an era, also known as the Justice League International. Um, oh, right, with well, the the comic, the the funny yeah. one. Yes, but one many punch. many call it the Bwahaha era. I gotcha. Okay, all right. Uh, you might also think that the original lineup of the Avengers was so good they made a movie franchise out of it. Sure, uh, right. Yeah. When, okay, well, let's get into it before I question that, because I'm sure we're going to have honorable mentions and discussions along the way. But, right, okay. absolutely. So uh, what is your first team that you want to discuss as and having... Sure, sure, uh, sure. And and, and I, I'm i not very good with the dates on this. 
That's okay. I so I think this is late '80s West Coast Avengers, uh, right? Uh, it was. Uh, it, it's not the initial team, um, but it's close. Uh, it's Hawkeye, Mockingbird, Iron Man slash James Road War Machine. Uh, James Road was the original Iron Man in West Coast Avengers. Uh, it was James Rhodes pretending to be Tony Stark in the armor, which I'm sorry, but I got to believe that at some point somebody was like, hey, Tony, why don't you take the armor off? Dude, you've got to be soupy in there, buddy. <laughs> I mean, what, what's the deal? Yeah. Uh, all right. Sorry. Uh, Hawkeye, Mockingbird, Iron Man, um, uh, Tigra, Wonder Man, Wonder Man, Wonder Man but uh, Vision and the Scarlet Witch, is, which is why this isn't the foundation. So Vision and the Scarlet Witch came in and there's only a little bit of... Um, uh, uh, of, uh, of of overlap there, obviously, because Wonder Man, Vision, Scarlet Witch, there's a love triangle there. Uh, there's also um, Mockingbird, and I think Tigra uh, left kind of after uh, Vision and the Scarlet Witch joined the West Coast Avengers as well. So okay. Moon Knight was in there for a brief time too, but I think... If I remember correctly, Moon Knight was once in uh, a West Coast, Coast Avenger. Avenger. Yeah, actually, Mockingbird, Moon Knight, and someone else left the team uh, for a while, and they had another little kind of was quasi it, team. Was it She Hulk on that team too, or am I misremembering that? Uh, she Hulk might have been in this era as well for a little bit. It feels like She Hulk was like a rotating journeyman player. Like yeah. She-Hulk was always the person that you like threw on the thing for a while was like that too. We're yeah. like, I mean, cause thing was a West coast Avenger for a while and a regular Avenger. But anyway, this particular time frame I'm remembering, uh, was our sort of late middle school, early high John school. Burn years. Era is what I'm yeah. Picturing, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. West coast Avengers. So that's just, that that's, that's to me is one of the first like really good teams. Like they had just the right amount of, emotional stuff going on there was a lot of like subplots of each person um like obviously the the john rhodes thing you had vision and the scarlet witch coming in and wonder man that whole dynamic I was gonna say, this was really where i learned about wonder man through you and tim because i wasn't reading it but you guys one or the other of you guys were collecting it and i remember like wonder man either being on the cover or being like very well drawn in a way that i was yeah. like what He's, what's going on with this guy? And you guys had to explain it to me. And I, to this day, I still don't think I, I understand. What I swear to God, I, I'm 90% sure you were about to say he's cute. And then you changed that to what's oh, the God. deal with him? <laughs> no, well, I just, because you tried to explain to me the brainwaves and vision. Yeah, well, it's like vision. Yeah, the idea is that vision was the brainwave. Wonder Man started out as a villain. Um, yeah, and then he that, turned, that then that. he turned good. Uh, he was on and again, off again, an actor in the Marvel, uh, universe in 616. He was a Hollywood actor with superpowers. And was uh, but yeah, by, as Nathan Fillion at one point. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. And he was, uh, yeah, he, he was thought dead for a while and they scanned his brain and that those brain waves were what, um, uh, were used when making the vision. They took the human torch's body, put the, yeah. It's really mostly the vision's origin in the Marvel comic book universe is weird. He's spare parts from the human torch built by Ultron using brainwaves from Wonder Man. All of those things are spun into a pot and you get vision. Yeah. So anybody that's worried about the complexity of the vision in the MCU. 
Yeah. Very recent. Well, and it's it's around. I, I it's not long after this time we get White Vision in the West Coast Avengers because he's yeah because yeah, he's been um, he's been deleted, uh, and then it's not long after this uh, the Vision and the Scarlet Witch I think leave the team and then um, Inferno happens, which is when. Uh, like, oh, I think actually the babies are in the West Coast Avengers. Yeah, now that I, I think about I it, thought. yeah. I was going to ask you if the babies yeah. have. The uh, Scarlet Witch's children are in the West Coast Avengers. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, I remember I was a I was an Avengers main team guy, obviously. Uh, but West Coast Avengers, uh, around this time, I really... There was just something about, like, Hawkeye and Mockingbird I thought were really cool. There was just something about the art and some other things about the West Coast Avengers that kind of caught my eye in this. Uh, this is not my only Avengers uh, team that I have listed. So, but this is my this is my uh, number three per se. I'm glad you were covering Avengers and therefore Marvel teams because I just realized at this very moment I have nothing but DC teams on my list. That well, that is because, because I know them the well, I know yeah, them the best. You're I also do, just I'm, a terrible person, and you don't I, prepare well. Uh, no, it's like I, I I love the X-Men, but I really wasn't reading Avengers until the Bendis era. And, I mean, we could talk new Avengers, but I have a feeling you might have that on your list. Um, I have, I have mainly DC characters. Okay, so well, then let's I, get to your like, stupid honestly, little like, silly I DC think, characters. I think I'm going to start with the Justice League Dark, which oh, uh, yeah. is a newer team. But uh, other than the name, I think is a really great team. I hate the name. I've never understood why, but it works. Uh, the, um, the concept started during the New 52. Um, there have been other incarnations where you could argue that those were the Justice League Dark, but they are the occult characters in a Justice League format for, for DC. They're and the magic in a call, right? Yeah. Demon Hunter. Not, not, not all. I mean, like, uh, Swamp Thing is on my list uh, uh, in this in this incarnation. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I would call him magic. I mean, he's not really science, but... Well, he's a he spirit is, of the... He's anointed like as the, the, the guardian. keeper of the green. The, yeah, the keeper of the, of the green. green. But also, at one point, there were four elemental gods on Earth. And he was the god of the earth at one point. You know, just depends on who's writing him that time. But Folks, for those least, of you who are listening to the podcast and can't see, I'm blinking slowly at Rob. Very slowly blinking. But my team my team would uh -huh. be like uh, the Justice League Guards. Obviously, I think Constantine is the perfect leader mm -hmm. with Zantana, Etrican, um, uh, Swamp Thing, Ragman, Deadman, Dr. Fate and Black Orchid. I think that's that is uh, you you round out pretty much the majority of the um oh god I totally left out um uh the monkey, the 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 chimpanzee. I can't think of it. Uh, doc, uh the inspector is or like the Oh god, I'm totally drawing a blank on his name. Is he the one that's like a, a, a detective, detective monkey? Tim. Detective Tim. I was like, yeah, I was like is he no, it's, it's, Isn't it's, he the, the, the one that's dressed like Sherlock Holmes? The yes, detective yes. chimp. Yes, that one. Yes. And, <laughs> this is and actually, like he's like DC he's one is of great. the best characters. Oh, he's, he's and he's so much from the whole the whole team's fun. I like that in, in recent years they're like they're in the basement of the Hall of Justice because they can't find a place to stay and the Justice League's like, Yeah, you can stay in our basement. It's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Um but I, I, I love the mystical aspect, and they really are like the Justice League of the occult. And um, 
the banter that the the team has been written with and almost a family type thing but they hate each other and uh i would almost argue swamp thing kind of has a similar feel as what batman would where it's like yeah we all know this guy is like the most powerful but he also is like doesn't want to have anything to do with us and we always have to go to him at the last minute kind of thing yeah. yeah, and and when we all know Constantine, at least in one incarnation or another, that he's you know he's the asshole of the group. And yeah, it's weird though to me that he's the leader. Like I think he's the leader because he's the most popular. But Agreed. I don't think that's yeah, it, like I don't think and that makes any sense that he's the leader. Santana is the leader in the makes decisions and right. But but as in as in I he's the star I of this. I shouldn't have said leader. I, that he's was the star. It. He's the star. Yes. Yeah, okay. he's, he's probably the biggest seller of the, of the yeah, group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I <laughs> Constantine is one of those characters where I just I actually really, really like Constantine a lot. And almost every incarnation I've seen him in, I've been like, oh, I dig this. I think it's a very smart. Very I even like character. the Keanu Reeves movie. I'm not saying it's, yeah. a, it's a Constantine movie, but no. I like that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie that, that has a lot of cute, cool things that I dig. So, yeah, I'm I'm down with Constantine. Uh, all right, cool, cool, cool. I, 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 that's a good selection. I like, I actually, and, and I think you're a fan of Etrican. Am I not? I, I Etrican's like- fun. I mean, like he's been around in the Batman books for a long, long time. I always think he's sort of fun, but he's one of those things where like, I could never, did he have he his own solo kind of book? Quick. Yeah. He, it gets old really quick. Yeah. yeah um, the rhyming has to be hard to write, obviously. Yes, I think that's funny. I mean, you know, I also just kind of, the, this whole idea that this guy's got a, it's sort of like the Incredible Hulk or Dr. Jekyll or whatever. Oh, he's totally. it's he's a got a Hulk. fucking a demon Hulk. trapped inside of him. And, you know, when he needs to be a hero, he lets the demon out and then hopes that somehow he, he can. Rather con- than. Yeah, he can con- continue to do things right. So it's very much that sort of sort of same sort of trope. It's just different. It's like I, I think it's like <laughs> the Hulk, but like vastly different from the Hulk because of that. And it's it's very fun and neat. So, yeah. Well, also, the, the if. If Etrican wasn't tied to a human, he would probably be this horrific monster. Right. He's got this humanity. I like the aspect that Merlin is who conjured this up. And I, I don't I mean, the, the origin has changed a little bit here and there, but it's still that it it's tied to Merlin. Yeah. Who, who tied him to this human form. Right. And then the other aspect about it is the human is uh, well, well past uh, the age a human should be. And uh, and that's always a fun thing, too. So kind of a man out of time. I mean, they're both just literally like exist in a world that they shouldn't be. Sure. So. But he's more like a Highlander who's been around forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, I know. But he, still, you know what I mean? It's it's still like he's. Sure, yeah. sure. So I c- can't decide uh, which one I should do next. I think do I'm going to. I think I'm. Well, no, go on. Do you want to no, do no, yours? No, 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 no. It wasn't that I wanted to do one. It was like, I'm like, I'm stuck with like, I think I have four that I really want to discuss rather than three. Okay, but- I have four, which means I'll just use one of my other ones. Okay. Uh, this was going to be an honorable mention. It's mostly a joke. Okay. Uh, Legion of Superheroes with Matter Eater Lad, Mystery Lad, Dream Girl, Bouncing Boy, Triplicate Girl. I just picked a group that all had names like Lad or Girl, and they all have stupid powers, and I always just think it's stupid. <laughs> Bouncing Yay, Boy. Legion. 
stupid power, but he's a really cool character. Matter Eater Lad, I know very little about. I can't... And isn't there an arms fall off lad as well? Yes, there. No, <laughs> but that's a Marvel. Well, no, I take it back. You're right. Yes, that is a DC character that. Yeah. So, so yeah, this is. Look, we don't have to discuss it too terribly much. This is just me going. Oh, I don't have a DC, and I don't want to be a terrible person who only chooses one companies if you want if you stuff. want me pick, i can i can talk some x-men if you want but uh, i'm going with what you know it's really weird i collected x-men for a while and i couldn't even go yeah that's the group i want <laughs> like i collected the x-men around the time they were were displaced in australia right with gateway and uh uh and and, and jubilee i have the comics where jubilee is discovered and she comes back to the yeah so that era of uh, Storm as the leader and Rogue and uh, Cyclops not on the team. At that I point? don't think Cyclops was on the team at the at this point. Um, I think uh, uh, Wolverine still was right. Yeah. Well, yeah. They had to sell comic books. Um, yeah. Colossus. Colossus was on that. Uh, Gambit was on that. Um, I'm trying to remember if Bishop was on that team or not. I no, kind of think no. I think it was around think Bishop, that time Bishop joined. He was introduced, but, but he wasn't not on, the on the team. He doesn't yeah. get on the team until the Jim Lee takeover. Yeah. Right. Anyway, and then Gateway is there too. Now I give you fucking two teams. I've given you two teams, Rob. Okay. I could also do Exiles if you want to, but that would just be the team that was the start of the Exiles. Yeah, I was expecting lineup. like Exiles to be your number one because I know how much you love the Exiles. I loved Exiles. Look. The team was pretty good. Exiles is just like, why do people love the what if uh, cartoon? It's because universe hopping is fun mm -hmm. and taking on different things is super, super fun. And the Exiles had a lot of wacky, super stupid adventures. Um, you know, it was like it was like reading a comic book sliders. It was great. I mean, like I loved when they had like they leaped into a universe and it wasn't that bad. They were like, oh, this is pretty dope, actually. Everyone's on the beach or whatever, and then you find out, oh, yeah, uh, everything's great, except the Red Skull is in charge of the entire world. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, There's, like, a lot of death camps and stuff. Oh, well, there used to be. It's done. You missed all the death camps. Now you it's missed just, the bad part. Now yeah, you, you, now it's just the utopia that a terrible person has created. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, anyway. Uh, anyway, I've given you my official one is Legion of uh, Superheroes. That is my official okay. one. Okay. Well, so let me. That's my new number three because now we're doing four. I'm going to see your Legion of Superhero joke. Uh huh. And one up you with Justice League Antarctica. <laughs> and that's like uh, Captain Cold. Like it's a bunch of nobodies, right? No, no, no. Well, I mean, you're not you're not wrong in the premise. But it, 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 what it was is it started off as a one-off uh, annual type. for It was a Justice League International Annual. It was during the comedic era, the Bwahaha era of Justice League. The Bwahaha. Where, where um, because they were fighting nobodies and B-listers and D-listers. And at one point... Uh, a lot of these like guys had been like arrested and in jail and they're like, look, we're not really that bad. What are you going to do with us? You, you know, we could, we can help somehow. And they're like, well, yeah, we'll send you to the North Atlantic's, you know, station. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And like, they end up in 
in Antarctic or sorry, South Atlantic. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. They go past anyway, Buenos Aires, and they end up they end up as the Justice League's ambassadors for the continent of Antarctica. <laughs> and little did they know that there's this like global threat down there that they happen to stumble upon, and it's the most funny book. And it ended up being like a minor success that there were three or four spinoff single issues of it. Yeah, it was called Justice League Antarctica, and basically they were D-list villains that were all thrown together. The only thing is, is like a couple of these characters went on to become a little kind of, you know, somebody like your, your um, Scott Snyder's and whatever, like made some of these characters like uh clue master ended up becoming a little yeah. cooler. Whatever. But at the time he was right. bottom of the barrel, uh, a flash villain. Um, Clock King, also a Batman yeah. villain. Uh, and then Nort. The Green Lantern dog. <laughs> who, okay, so like the the team, like Multiman, Clue Master, Major Disaster, uh, Clock King, Big Sur, who is, you know, the big dumb oaf, but uh, through some other stories, his personality changed and he became intelligent. And then Nort. And my favorite character, at least in the name, is Scarlet Skier, which is the biggest ripoff <laughs> of Silver Surfer I've ever heard. <laughs> the Scarlet Skier. It's and, not even the Scarlet Snowboarder. Uh, snowboarder. Yeah, yeah. Snow, Scarlet hold on. Snowboarder there. I hadn't made it. Why would I want to get a correction on that? Again, it was written by, you know, uh, the... Um, J.D. DeMattis and the other, uh, and uh, I think the art, it doesn't matter. Uh, it was just a really fun, I, it was a hilarious team. And I, like, I would love to see it brought back to something modern because most of these characters are pretty D-list. I mean, you have the Kite Mans and the other things that are all successful now. Why not bring back Justice League Antarctica? I think that's great. Um, I think that's really good. I now... Have another uh, really tough decision to make, and that is, uh, I don't know if you at home could hear the Slack chime come in or not, but sorry, I just got slacked. Uh, do I go with a joke or do I go with the real one? I'm going to go with the real one. Uh, and that is uh, New Avengers. You, you guessed it. Uh, and it's right. So I thought about this. Do I want to go with the post-Civil War New Avengers? The We've given you the Avengers Mansion for a dollar, Luke Cage. That's a great lineup, and it's a great one. Oh, yes, it was. A, you're right. That was yeah. Civil War. Holy crap. Post-Civil War. But no, I want to go with I want to go with the New Avengers, original New Avengers. New Avengers number one. They're on the raft. A bunch of heroes that... Uh, respond to be in the area. Yeah, yeah, respond to the raft in New York. Like, why would you put your supermax prison in the middle of the 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 harbor of the largest goddamn city in the world, where everyone, by the way, is a super villain? Uh, but yeah, Luke Cage, Captain America, Iron Man, Spider Man, Spider Woman, uh, and then Sentry is in there. Oh, I forgot about Spider, but this was Sentry. Well, I guess I should, it wasn't Sentry's introduction. But it was his first time being used outside of his miniseries. Right. Correct. Uh, and then I'm, I'm actually going to tag on Wolverine joins really close after uh, issue number one. I thought he was in the... It, He's not he in issue number one. He's not in issue number one. He joins shortly afterwards. 
Anyway, uh, I loved it because there's this whole moment in time where they're all there and they're dealing with shit. And basically, Captain America says, kind of to Tony, kind of to Luke Cage, we need the Avengers again. You know, this is, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, you know, the Avengers weren't around. They were done. They, they'd they broken up. There'd been a period of time where there weren't Avengers. What was, the, it was because of the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, the Heroes Reborn and all that other stuff. And yeah, oh yeah, the, the disassembled storyline, yeah. Disassembled, yeah. Yeah, so. Off, uh, Hawkeye at the time was dead. Yeah, yeah. And so, they, yeah, they didn't have an Avengers and they, they dismantled the team and all this other stuff like that. And so this was very funny. And to me, actually, one of the things I like most about this new Avengers is and the post-Civil War Luke Cage led new Avengers, which could just be called Defenders 2.0. Agreed. Agreed. Because that was like more street level. And I dug that one a lot, too. But I liked this one a little bit because it it elevated one of the re- main reasons I love this this comic is it elevated Luke Cage to where he needed to be. It really did. It totally it put him on the map as one of the powerhouse hitters. Of, yeah, and I don't mean level uh, character wise. Yeah, yeah, and I I dare say this. I also like this team because it's uh it's you know it's Power Man, Spider Man, Iron Man. Uh, America Man, Captain Man, yeah. Captain Man, yeah, Spider Woman, Bear Man, Blind Bear Man, yeah, no. Uh, anyway, I, I really liked that. I really enjoyed that well, take. It was the art Bendis was good. Doing a team, and yeah. Bendis had pretty much at that point only been known for doing Daredevil as a solo and doing uh, Spider Man, uh, uh, yeah. Amazing. And this also, by the way, cements Spider Man finally into where he should have been, which is the Avengers all along. But he still didn't get a paycheck. I love it. Oh, yes. I loved that when they were like, well, the government can't write a check out to Spider-Man. I also really always used to enjoy they would always show Peter Parker with his mask up to his nose. Yeah. And he'd always be eating or drinking or doing other things with his mask half on, half off. And I always used to... I just used to think that was so so funny to me, and something like that. But yeah, he this really this was book like the only one on the team that had a secret identity. Yeah, this book leads very hardcore into Civil War. You don't have a Civil War without laying and the foundations in here. Well. Yeah, uh, this is so good. Anyway, yeah, New Avengers uh, probably would be my number one, but I have another one that I think is a better team all the way around. So, okay, so are we on our number two? This would be, yeah, I guess my number two. I've given three, West Coast, Legion, and now New Avengers. Okay, so I'll do my number two. The, the, my number two. Mm-hmm. Is, I've mentioned it a couple times already in this podcast, but the Justice League International blah era, I, it was, it, honestly, even though everybody knows the Super Friends Justice League, but yeah. it was, it was, my first incarnation, because I was reading Superman at the time, and Superman kept doing these crossovers with these, they called themselves the Justice League, but they were a bunch of fuck-ups. Mm-hmm. And even, like, even Superman would kind of talk out of the side of his mouth like, oh, the am-. and And the whole thing was is that, like, the A-team was no longer around, and the government tried to put together a Justice League, and these were the best they could do. And... <laughs> And at one point, Batman was still on this team, but Batman was only like, he was just leading a bunch of, you know, he was trying to hurt a bunch of cats. He just, you know, the, yeah. these were, and and that was where the the humor was the biggest part of the team. Um, it was characters that fought all the time and didn't get along. 
it was where I fell in love with Guy Gardner because he just it was an asshole who thought he knew it all, who thought he should be the leader. He was kind of like a, a slightly better version of of Starscream to Megatron. Right. Yeah. But, you know, he wasn't evil, but he was an asshole. And, right. Yeah. Um, so my the team was Booster Gold mm-hmm. and, and Blue Beetle, which, you know, they, they were two best friends. Fire and Ice. Um, but and I and I love their introduction because they it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, Guy Gardner, <laughs> I love their introduction. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it it would be way too long to explain. Yes, thank but, you. Uh, Metamorpho, uh-huh. Metamorpho, Power Girl, Martian Manhunter being on the team. Martian Manhunter being kind of the elder statesman of the team because he had been part of the Justice League, um, and they did have uh, at least in one of the incarnations they had. Um, Barry, uh, not Barry Allen, uh, Wally West Flash, mm-hmm. but like they portrayed him as being the goof off too. But then once and later, he's still considered a, an elder statesman as well. But in this team, he was again a fuck up, and then Mister Miracle, an elongated man. And <laughs> it, it, honestly, it's like coming into DC. I always knew that the Super Friends were like you yeah. know the old team and nobody from the super friends was on this team and i'm like how can you call this the justice league with these people and it it was more like i was watching a train wreck and laughing the whole time and i it was the first time i ever laughed at a comic was when the i do i do remember it being filled with a lot of funny stuff and it was being more of a sitcom comic than than like a straight like i think part of what we get today when we watch these like you know, I was about to say Thor, Love and Thunder, but I want to make it another <laughs> one. Uh, like Ragnarok is superhero. Like, you know how the MCU right That's now a, is yeah, yeah. the MCU is doing this thing where they're like, by the way, this is a superhero movie. Oh, but it's also a different genre. You know, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was supposed to be kind of a horror movie. Mm, it wasn't as horror as I thought it was going to be. You know, there's straight comedies. There's all this other stuff like that. Um, but it really comes from like that. There's a lot of experimentation in the 80s. And part of it is like the, that that book. Like you can make a very funny, uh, you know, comedy book uh, and still do the superhero thing. And, and what I like about it, too, is it never devalues. Like one of the things I have a problem with in and I, this is going to be controversial. One of the things I hate about Deadpool is the constant breaking of the fourth wall um, makes it really hard to maintain any sort of cohesion of the universe in a way a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. The, 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 his co- his comic sense means he can get away with like family guy type gags and complete non sequiturs. What I like about this is all of the gags come from characters that are still characters that never betray their characterness. The gags come inside situations that are are real and like to me, it's a very real. And the reality here is based in 1980s comic book form, but it, that universe is real, and this is a comedy of errors that is happening. This is sort of like exactly right. These are a bunch of normal people. Like you've worked at jobs where you suddenly realize how hilarious everything around you is because you and your fucking coworkers are just not getting it right. It happens, you know, to today I've been in meetings at my current job where I'm like, if other people were watching this, they would be enjoying this so much. This is so mm-hmm. 
ridiculous. So, um, yeah, uh, I think that's a great comic book. And I think it's very, you know, I remember reading some of it and it being very funny and, and very like kind of a sitcom. I think West Coast Avengers tried to be fast and loose a little bit, like, but never got that funny. But they always tried to be a little more tongue in cheek in, in certain areas. And they tried to be like, it's, it's they tried to have a little fun, fun. Yeah, it's it's funny how like this era, like so you know, DC always wanted to have. I don't want to spoil any of my on my list, but DC always wanted to have something that would like match whatever was successful at Marvel, and Marvel would you know do the same back and forth. And it's it it definitely would be like a good example would be Justice League Extreme, and then West Coast Avengers turned to Force Works. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I honestly, I don't remember which came first. I don't know. And honestly, I couldn't tell you. But it, it, they would constantly mirror each other as into like, oh, well, they're making money on that. We should try and do our yeah, version of it. Absolutely. And I guess you could argue that the, the Justice League didn't come from the Avengers, came from the Fantastic Four. DC saw that Marvel was doing the Fantastic Four and making a team. And like, oh, didn't we do a team once before? Let's. Right, and then and Marvel then have, followed up with, follows up with oh here's a team of our heaviest hitters or whatever yeah, yeah. absolutely all right uh, my number one the greatest team in my op- opinion single handedly this is the absolute best lineup you're ever going to find the characters are strong their powers accentuate each other everything about this team is amazing and one of the great things about it in the Marvel universe is. They're not like just a team of mutants. They're not just a team of like super scientists. They're a great mixture, right? I'm talking, of course, about Great Lakes Avengers slash Great Lakes X-Men. That's what they morphed into. Wait, there's a Great Lake X-Men? In comic book continuity, the the Avengers send a cease and desist order on the Great Lakes Avengers and tell them (laughs) they can't call themselves that anymore. And so then they like immediately... Put X's on all of their. They were a possible mention of the yeah. Great Lakes Avengers. Great Lakes Avengers. I'm talking about Mr. Immortal, Dinosaur, Big Bertha, Flatman, Doorman, and of course, the Squirrel. incomparable Squirrel Girl. Now, when when Great Lakes Avengers premiered, Squirrel Girl was not there. Squirrel oh, she's Girl, not part of the original lineup. Squirrel oh, Girl know. came later. She was her own individual character. And then was put into the Great Lakes Avengers to give the Great Lakes Avengers a little more legs. The Great Lakes Avengers came in the West Coast Avengers. You might also remember there was a period of time where Hawkeye and Mockingbird were not part of the West Coast Avengers anymore. And found themselves in Chicago training the Great Lakes Avengers to be better heroes. And that is the sort of era that I think uh, really captures the most fun of this. <laughs> you, I've got one more. Made me think it was going to be something serious. <laughs> I've got one more. I've got one more that is probably a better team than some of my. Oh wait, wait, wait. I also I got to comment on the Great Lake Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, going back to your uh, New Avengers, that the uh, New Avengers made Squirrel Girl popular again as well. Yes. 
because she was the they, nanny. She was the nanny, and at one point mentioned she had an affair with Wolverine. <laughs> right. <laughs> the best part about Squirrel Girl is always because she also, I like in her one of her original stories, she teams up with Iron Man and defeats Doctor Doom. Iron Man gets yes. defeated, and she somehow defeats Doctor Doom. And one of the gags of Squirrel Girl is always that she somehow super powerful and undefeated and, and has gone against about all these different people, but no one can explain exactly how she wins. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I think the Dr. Doom one, she summons squirrels into his suit, I think is how it fucking ends or something. It's ridiculous. But anyway, yeah. Great Lakes. Of, he, uh, Monkey Boy, which was her sidekick at the time, was also in the Great Lakes Avengers. But I, I didn't know she had with. a sidekick. She oh, had a okay. little monkey dude that was like in. They were together. I, uh, I wanted I want to list one other thing about the Great Lakes Avengers. Actually, is one of my favorite songs by Kirby Crackle. And <laughs> if you're a fan of Kirby Crackle, listen to the song Great Lake Avengers. It's it's my. Favorite How about the song. fact? So when you think about it, there's some very funny and cool concepts in there. Doorman is amazing. He's it a is, teleportation yeah. dude, uh, where you literally jump through him. Uh, to get to places, I think that's Mr. Immortal is fun and funny and great. He dies in every issue and then Big comes Bird back. Is a powerhouse. She's yeah. a great character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every single one of the Great Lakes Avengers except Dinosaur. Dinosaur is a little is a little not I can't great. Remember She's dinosaur. just a pterodactyl woman. Okay. Yes, yeah. I do remember. Dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. And then and then Flatman is your is your classic sort of like Mr. Fantastic, but not like yeah. he. But the idea is that he can stretch so thin he's almost two dimensional. Uh, like he could he, he could get as flat as like one molecule. Yeah, one molecule yeah, sure. or something like that. That was like his his major ability there. Um, but yeah, stupid, but great. Stupid, but great. So there you go. What's your what's your number one? Okay. My number one is actually a serious one rather than... Oh, than and it's probably not going to win. No, well, I, when I think of my favorite teams, I am a Titans fan, a Teen Titans fan, but more so I, I love the era of the new Titans. The, um, when they were all kind of on the edge of being adults, but not being kids, but not being Justice League worthy. Disco um, shirt? Dick no, this, this was right after... I guess I guess he did have it at the beginning of it, but by the end of the storyline, you know, my favorite New Titans story is the uh, the Titans Hunt. Uh-huh. Um, it starts off with it's supposed to be a birthday party for Dick Grayson. Um, he knows that there's a party being thrown for him. He shows up and everybody's World's gone. second greatest detective. Uh, and all all the Titans have been either killed or pulled away and, and, and Dick has to find them one by one. And in his, in his journey, he finds that many of the people who have been Titans over the, you know, they're still, they're still all psychic age and young, but over their 30, 30 year history, he's like finding like many have been killed. It was, uh, um, killed, murdered or injured, uh, injured in, um, incapacitated. Anyway, you end up, uh, he assembles the team as he's going, uh, and that's where the, we get the introduction of Phantasm, who is Danny Chase, whose powers were mystical or, or mental, but then he was uh, he he got trapped in a because of Raven. Something uh-huh. happened with him in Raven, and so he got trapped in the dimension where Raven came came from, 
and then he became permanently this phantasm. Yeah, like so an astral being, form. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and uh, a ghost. And yeah. he was a really cool character. There was also the introduction of the wildebeest. There at the time there was a wildebeest that was they were a villain society taking down the Justice League. In fact, they are the 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 antagonist behind the the Titans hunt. But then somehow they have a child that's actually a wildebeest. They're not just people in costume. And this child then joins the team. Panther, uh, Cyborg comes back, but Cyborg is really a robot. He is not, at this point, he is no longer, he doesn't have any consciousness. He's been injured so bad that he's just a mechanical robot that they use as a tank. Um, Beast Boy is, you know, he's on the team. Troy is on the team. It's it's like the original lineup, but with like a couple of extras. It's it's my favorite incarnation. And whenever I would draw the the Titans, this is the team I'd want because it was about twelve characters. They were they were still a family that loved each other versus where almost all these other teams don't have that family feel. Mm-hmm. These are all these are all kids that all grew up together, and you know they would hang out at the clubhouse while their sidekicks went and. Uh, non sidekicks. They're nine. So yeah, yeah. Whatever that would be. Regular the main kicks. kicks. Yeah. yeah, they're mentors. This the, just I, I, New Titans is my favorite team. I just there's something about them that always you know. And Nightwing uh, having to hunt them all down and one by one find like you know finds Golden Eagle dead and uh, finds Cyborg comatose and you know just it's 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 I'm battling. I will. Yeah, no, that's a pretty good one. Uh, these are great. Uh, I have one honorable mention that I thought of uh, too late, which is uh, I really enjoyed Agents of Atlas. Okay. When okay. that came back in the um, mid-aughts, you know, I thought that was a fun little book with um, uh, with Jimmy Woo and uh, <laughs> the gorilla with guns and Uranus Boy, Uranus, or Uranus Boy, Uranus boy. It was a cool book, but I don't, I don't, yeah, it was just a fun little take on things. And, uh, Namora, uh, Namora's. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Namora's, uh, sister was on it. Um, any villain teams that you like on your honorables or anything? Cause I got sinister six. I thought, Oh, I actually didn't really think of villain teams, uh, that much. I'm sorry. Unless you count, uh, the villain team from Batman 66, Joker, Penguin, Julie Newmar's ass and the Riddler. So, okay. I, I have, uh, for Marvel teams, I have been humans. Um, I have the X-Men. Obviously there's many areas of that defenders. Yeah. Defenders you know, is pretty it, good. Defenders. When I think of the TV version versus like, there's been many incarnations and I like what the TV version did, but I always picture silver surfer name war, Hulk and um Oh wow. I think of it as Doctor Strange, Power Man and Iron Fist, that kind of version that New York's uh defenders. Um and Champions is another one, which kind of falls into the same category as oh, yeah. you know, sure, but like but that's usually led by Hercules. And I'm not really a fan of the character of Hercules. Hercules is kinda of dumb, yeah. How about the super team of uh, of the Captain, Nomad, Demolition Man, and the Falcon? That's what I love about Captain America. He literally rolled around with basically half an Avengers list, 
ready yeah. to go. I mean, th- these aren't sidekicks per se. I mean, they are, but they aren't. What would be your? I mean, I don't know how much Guardians of the Galaxy you read. Uh, do you? Oh, yeah, I didn't. Like, and I know that you're. I know that like, there's a long, crazy history of those, and there's probably some really good uh, ones in that. Um, I I would say like my X Force would be. I don't like the original X Force team, but I don't like what it eventually became, where it was you know all assassins. You know where it was basically oh, Wolverine. Wolverine, Deadpool, and them. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I collected when um, when uh, was it New Mutants became X Force? Was that and, what and it I was? Yeah, era right after Rob Liefeld left is right. Is, yeah, is, uh, is, Cable, is Domino, uh, 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 Ram- Lucky Rampage. Lone, yeah, Rampage. Uh, what was it named? Lone Star, the the guy with no, the double uh, blades. Yeah. Shatterstar. Shatterstar, that's right. Yeah, I do remember uh, very clearly one great panel of Shatterstar stabbing himself through the abdomen to kill a guy. That was so awesome. Uh, Yeah. Young Avengers. Uh, I didn't read much of Young Avengers, so. Okay, so for DC, Outsiders, I think, is an important team. Yeah, Um, Outsiders is pretty good. um, I go back and forth between I like when, when Dick Grayson ran it versus when Batman ran it. But I think it always has to be like a Batman family pulling in the superpowers as well. Yeah. Like, like yeah. It, you know, it could even be Robin, but it's like whoever is in charge of that's got to be like a Batman yeah. family character. Speaking of which, my next one on the list is the Bat family. Yeah, the Bat family, again, is in a whole Avengers of... What the Gotham Knights is? Is that what we call them now, or whatever? Isn't there? I don't. I don't know. Um, Birds of Prey also kind of like teeters. Oh, on. Birds of Prey actually should be a fairly like and that's that black. Was, that was probably my number yeah. five. It yeah, Birds that, of that's a very good one. Black Canary and Huntress, uh, Cassandra and Oracle. Uh, these um, are all good. Do you remember the Sinister Six? Yeah. That which was it was kind of like the Suicide Squad where it was and they were ex villains but they were kind of doing good but they weren't doing it to to fight yeah. for getting out of jail well they were i mean like, thunderbolts is a better is a better version of that one a little bit to uh, me i don't know if i'd say it's better it's different enough but uh how about the fact that sandman you know sandman was an avenger for a while right yes yeah. yes i do um metal men yeah okay here's a big one and uh, i feel like you just is this just a list of every team you could think of <laughs> Yeah, but okay. I mean, like, I mean, well, like then, is that an honorable mention or just a list of groups? All right, let's yeah, keep going. Well, that's where he started from. Like, the, okay. but the Justice Society is definitely where, like, I feel uh, like the Jeff Johns Justice Society. Well, I could, I could say the Invaders. Then at that point, Nabar, Captain America, Human Torch, uh, Wizard. That's that's the World War II version of uh, of the Avengers. Is the Invaders? Yeah. I don't know, but I don't I don't okay. consider them a great team because I don't know that much about them, nor do I care about them. So, yeah. All right. We have to make a decision on who had the better list. Uh, and I do have to remind you, mine had Great Lakes Avengers on it. So mine had three Justice League teams. So I win. All right. <laughs> uh, as the loser, Rob, you have to, of course, say our sign off. It's a sign off that is uh, been carved into many man's back. 
in a ritualistic uh, tattooing, usually done with a sharpened she, a seashell, and uh, of course uh, the uh, sap of the ukaraki uh, tree, which is found in Papua New Guinea. Uh, it's written uh, in 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 a way uh, that can be read both upside down and right side up. Uh, the tattoo is perfor- uh, is given to a man uh, while drums are rhythmically play. And that sign-off is this. Avengers! Together. It's clobbering time!